Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Thursday, the 6th of October. My name's Ben. On the line is Andrew. How are you, mate? Uh, are all right until you made me talk about this match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like, there's no point. Uh, there's no point lying to people, is there? I, I don't want to talk about this blooming game at <laughs> all. Yeah. I just want to consign it to the history books. I will say, I feel slightly better about it now. I've actually sort of brought myself to watch the highlights. But same, same. I was exactly um, the same last night. I weren't gonna. I didn't watch it. I normally watch the highlights straight away. Mm. I watched them last night, and I was the same as you. I felt a lot better after because I don't actually think we we're that bad when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I bumped into it half time, uh, mm. and. I think I said like that's probably the best we've played for like four games or something like mm-hmm. that. We just need to stick one away. And I was I was really confident we were going to win from there. Uh, yeah, and uh, pear shaped it did go. Um, so when we a, a couple of weeks ago we did that podcast about like uh, you know things that have gone better and then some things that might derail us. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of the three things we picked out that might derail us. One was injuries, and the other one was uh, like regression to mean on expected goals like we've been slightly mm. outperforming and we just had two games two home games there where we weren't massively better than the opposition in terms of chance creation we had a load more shots than QPR did than I think we had 21 mm. shots but yeah. in terms of xg like the actual quality of chances created it was pretty even and uh we've been winning those games earlier in the season and obviously this week these two games we didn't win we only got one point out of them but i yeah. think the big thing, and I, I know you're in accord with me on this one, as per usual, the injuries. Oh, this is more frustrating than the actual loss, right? Miles more, I'm more. Miles more. I was really quite depressed after the QPR match, not because of the result, which would have been frustrating, but it, we've got one back in Bogle, it seemed, and, and another, uh, when he came back, another three went out, Baldock, Berger, and uh, Anel as well. Uh, and yeah, when Baldock went went off, I, I, I felt so deflated, just mm. purely because I just can't believe what's happening. I, and and I saw a, a Norwich fan responded to me yesterday. I put something about injuries, and he said, "Oh, we've got five injuries." And like, <laughs> get out of my get out of my face! I am like, don't come here. We have five injuries. <laughs> he was like, "No, we're like, you know, we've our first choice left backs are out." And he was saying something like, "You were almost at full strength," but it's not about that for me. And I think there's two things what are going wrong with it because obviously all the injuries pretty much are concentrated on the defence, mm. which I think ha- doesn't help defensively, but I think it's actually affecting us more in an attacking sense. I think we saw on the second half on Tuesday night, Bogle were gone mm. by, by that point. I thought he had a really, really good first half, Bogle, but he were gone by that point, which is understandable. You know, first time he's played properly. Um, so, Norton Davis couldn't get forward because he knew Bogle couldn't recover for him. Mm. And then on the other side, we had Kadra. So, Bashan couldn't get forward because he knew Kadra weren't going to come back. And I think we're just a mess, an absolute mess at the back, which is affecting us going forward, in my opinion. Yeah, I think at the end of the game, we had Kadra at right wing back, as you said. McAtee mm. had come on and was playing left wing back, which is yep. definitely not what he was signed for. And no. Jai was sort of playing in midfield. You could you could charitably say he was playing number 10, but he uh, he sort of just didn't touch the ball um, in those last yeah. 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Brewster up front with Sharp because uh, McBurney had gone off after an hour. Uh, Doyle had come off in midfield, so we got to a midfield two yep. at that point. Uh, Brewster was on. And then, yeah, obviously we finished the game with Berger off the pitch injured. Um, as you mentioned, so uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a total mess. Like you, I um, I, I, I guess deflating is the right word because it's just like, what are we gonna like? What are we gonna do in that yeah. next match? We got yeah. the game in like three days, obviously against Stoke, who 
I mean, maybe we'll talk about them towards the end of this because I think this will be fairly yeah. a, a fairly short podcast as well. But they're no great shakes. But suddenly we're we're really cobbling together a team at the moment. Yeah. I have no idea what we're going to do on Saturday at all. No, I, d- I don't see... I, I, this is really negative, and it's, it's nothing really against the players of United or whatever. It's just because... I don't see how we pick up... I, I don't really see like a, a back-to-the-wall, everyone's against his performance, or even, you know, we, we miraculously see some players back. But I don't see the defence that we could put out if everything's right and Baldock's out and Anel's out and Egan were even limping uh, on Tuesday God, night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Bogle, obviously, I think if everything were normal, he won't be playing. I think he'd be having a rest. Mm. I, I don't, you know, Kyron Gordon's going to have to come in. But whichever way you look at it, someone's going to be either playing out of position or we're going to have to change formation to play four at the back, which, which is not great with this team. I think it's worth... I don't think you should just, like, stick to three-five-two personally if you've only got three fit defenders. <laughs> but I, I do understand, you know, changing all the shape and everything. And I, I, I'm... I'm already sort of, I would, I'll say now that I would take a loss against Stoke as long as we don't get any more injuries. Because, and I mean, <laughs> that's the that. real, the real yeah. quiz these days. Yeah, I, I really do mean that because I saw Eckenbottom's interview today and he was on about an He said, he, I think basically what he's saying is he probably could play, you know, in normal circumstances, we'd play him because if he gets a bit of injury, it's fine. But obviously we're at bare bones, so he's not, you don't want to risk him. Don't risk him, in my opinion. Take, mm. to, uh, 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 you know, to hopefully you pick up some something, but. Losing an L or Bogle or I don't know if, if if Berg plays, for instance, for three months is much more important than losing to Stoke, or much worse, should I say? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit on red alert with Bogle. Like if he plays again, mm. I mean that's uh, do you play do you play an hour maybe uh, sixty four minutes or something? Yeah, on, something uh, like that. And, and he realistically were gone. I thought mm, like enough. And I get it. Not seventy seven minutes actually. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty significant. Um, yeah, that's obviously uh, coming off his first appearance uh, in six, seven months or something. Yeah, I, I, like you said, he he probably should get a rest the next game, but I don't know if he if we can. Like, I mean, we don't have any no. wing backs like, on either no. side now. Um, yeah, the only well, thing you, sorry, the only thing you could do, obviously, is we'll, and we'll, we'll come on to Stoke Road a little bit more in depth, but you could play Kadra there, which is not ideal. I don't think in an away game where you could go to a four, play Gordon at right back or whatever. Yeah, we, it looks like we're going to have to fudge it. I think if, mm. I, I said this to you earlier, I think if Ahmed Odzic is sort of miraculously fit, then that that is like the uh, the Jenga piece that holds it all together, I think. It, because... Yeah, yeah, because he could play a few positions for one. You know, if mm. we, I think I think if we wanted to go to a four, I'd much fancy, you know, an Ellen Egan as a four rather than Basham and Egan, for instance, uh, yeah. if we wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to risk him. I'll, you know, we've, we're in a really good position, obviously, with the points that we've got already. It's nobody's the last two results have been poor. There's no getting away from it. But they're not, they haven't been in a disaster for me because of the points that we've already picked up. And we're going to have to scramble round and scramble through the games, picking up as many points as we can, keeping him with the shout for me now. And this is what's so frustrating. Why I was so despondent and after the game because he shouldn't be like this. And we'll come on to the match and where we could improve. And I'm not saying everything would be perfect if if we had all the fit players, but I fully expect us if we had a, a normal amount of injuries to have got four points out of the last two games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be nice to have a normal, yeah. a nice normal amount of injuries? Um, yeah, if Armadozic plays, then you just go him on the right, Egan mm-hmm. in the middle, Basham on the left, you can yeah. play Norrin Davis at left wing back, and you can play Bogle at right wing back, and. Uh, yeah. 
then you just you shove someone into midfield for Bergen, but probably probably McAtee, I would imagine. Uh, uh, do you know what the Burger thing in, in normal circumstances? I keep saying normal circumstances, but <laughs> in normal circumstances, that'd be like, oh, that's a big miss, Burger being out. I'm not even thinking about him because at least we've got replacements for him, and that and everyone's like saying, you know, McAtee needs to get games and Kadri needs to get games. And we've even got Brewster who can sort of not play in his position, but, you know, he can come into the team and then I can drop back even further. Mm. At least we've got options for Berger. I obviously want him back as quick as possible, but it's it's the defence that's worrying me. Our entire left-hand side of the team was out last week and now the entire right-hand side of the team's out. <laughs> it's just, just outrageous. Good job we've got a strong spine, isn't it? Yes. And uh, we didn't even mention uh, McBurney's obviously mm. can't play on Saturday because he's got a, uh, a yeah. very brainless yellow card. Uh, shades of shades of Lee Hendry at Wembley. Yeah. Um, getting booked after full time. Uh, yeah, for arguing with the referee. He's got five bookings and I think two of them are for celebrating and one of them is for having a go at a ref after the match. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if it's only two for celebrating. I feel like him and Ajay just, it's like an automatic yellow card every time <laughs> yeah. they score. It's kind of miraculous that Mr. Spenard yet, but yeah, he, he will miss this game. Yeah. Um, so, the actual game against QPR. Uh, it was a better game than Birmingham, mm-hmm. as I expected. Um, just a really... I mean, I, I did think we were really, really good first half. I thought yeah. maybe our final ball was not up to scratch. I mean, we must have got like to the byline in the box. Maybe it must have been eight and eight, nine, ten times in that first mm. half. And yeah, some of the uh, the passes or the crosses were were not up to standard. But all the same, you know, went pretty close on a number of occasions. Doyle had that mega shot from long range. Bogle had one um, that the keeper saved as well. Mm. Um, I'm sort of blanking here, but there was. It just felt like we were running him ragged at times. The first like, 20 minutes were as good as any first 20 minutes, I think, that we've had this season, personally. Mm. Even Blackburn. I didn't see Reading, to be fair, but even the even the Millwall game, I thought it was as good as that. We just didn't get the goal. QPR did slowly get back into it, but then I thought... I thought QPR in the entire match had about half an hour of the game. The last 15 minutes, pretty much, of the or just before half-time, um, and then we sort of got back into it literally just before half-time. And then the first 15 minutes... Of, the second half when they scored and we did go to pieces and they could have had a couple more. I yeah. keep seeing people, and again, it's, I don't know if I'm on an island on my own or maybe just me and you, but keep seeing people saying we don't, we didn't deserve anything. I disagree. I'm not saying we deserve to win. I think QPR were excellent defensively in the second half in particular mm. and we didn't do enough at all once we'd gone 1-0 down to say, oh, how did we lose that? Because, they did defend well. We didn't have a clue to break him down. But in the overall match, people seem to have forgot about the first half, which we yeah. should have really got in at least a goal up, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I'm a firm believer. And if, if you're going to play well in one half, then do it in the first half and, and mm. get the get the goal then. And then it's harder for the other team to. And like, I think we get, get the goal, it. we win. I, I really do think that that's what have happened. Mm. We, we were playing so well in that first 20 minutes, and people, you know, people say we didn't really create any clear-cut chances but that again is not we got into some fantastic areas and a couple of terrible balls from Baldock and then I think we saw I thought Bogle were really good with Norton Davis down that side I thought Norton Davis might have match again and um, I thought Bogle there were a couple of times where he had to turn inside and you're like oh you know but that's Mm. that's not his fault he's having to fill in you know that in that role yeah, exactly. I guess the the big chance was Njai, uh mm. almost almost scoring an identical goal to the one uh, he's got at Preston. Mm. Robs their uh, Robs their right centre back, runs into the box, sits down about four defenders, and then <laughs> just slides it wide of the post. Unfortunately, I thought that was a a nailed on goal. And yeah, yeah I, I suppose that was the game right there. Really, mm. it sticks that way. I, I agree. I think we probably do win. I will give. Um, 
I guess you have to give QPR some credit. I thought yeah. Ch- Chair is he's such a a shifty bugger, isn't he? Like I think those three they've got up front. I can mm. see why they cause problems for teams. I don't think I, I, I see people say they were fantastic. I didn't. I didn't think they were fantastic. I, I think that they did a really, really good away performance. Don't know what the depth is, obviously, and obviously Willock went off. But I, I can see why they've caused teams problems, and they'll be. I think they'll be top ten. I don't, I'm not completely sold on them um, so far based on that performance, but it were a really, really, really good away performance from them. Yeah, Chair had, uh, I mean, he did this a couple of times, actually. He got away from Egan so easily, mm-hmm. um, like in, in transition. He had one into the side netting in the first half that I think Wes got a touch on. Um, and then he, I'm pretty sure it was Egan he did in the second half as well. Mm-hmm. Um, got to mention Bashamir. That is, that has to be one of the worst games defensively I've seen him have. Like, um, <laughs> Willock just bullied him. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, he did. He... he really did. I thought Willock were fantastic, and Basham didn't have a clue. Uh, I, they were going to have me. Get him off! He's who are you going to put on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really sharp. Karen Gordon's on. on the bench, but yeah, yeah. I, Fortunately, the thing as well because I've seen people when Kadra came on, people said, "Why don't you just bring Gordon on?" Well, my argument against that is that would have meant that we'd have had to put Basham to right wing back, which would have put Gordon directly up against Willock. Hmm. And he were tearing Bash apart. So, you know, to, to put a young lad in there who's only played four games or whatever it is, I think that would have been a big ass for Gordon. I can't remember seeing Basham get, like, physically bullied like that. No. Um, even in the Premier League. Like, maybe the, the only one that springs to mind is, like, Raul Jimenez for Wolves in that first game in the mm. second Premier League season. But I yeah. don't even know if that was Basham, to be honest. It might have been more Egan that was pushing yeah. around. But, yeah, Willock, fortunately, only played 56 minutes. But... Um, by that point, he got a goal, which is, uh, oh, dear me. When I watched this back, I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I, I, had a, <laughs> I had a terrible view of it, obviously, from the far end yeah, of the pitch. Yeah. So to my eyes, I, I thought Willock's crossed it, or you know whoever it was on the ball, at that, watching it in real time, crossed it, and someone's tapped it in at the near post. But no, Willock just sort of hits it gently towards the near post, and it bounces over... Fodringham's foot and into the net, like yeah, that's a uh, really bad goalkeeper. Yeah, he's, he's obviously it? been good this season, but uh, yeah, that was that was a bad one. I think that's the first goal he's let in this season where you that is a mistake, like a, a genuine mistake, not just well, maybe he could have done. I think he's got to save that. Yeah, I sometimes think like when people say, "Oh, keeper should never get beaten in the near post." I sometimes think that's a bit over overblown. Like, mm. what you should just. <laughs> just stand on your near post and you know, just let everything go to your other side, basically, just to avoid conceding on the near post. Mm. But that one was like, no, come on, how, have you, how on earth has that crept in? And yeah, 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 I think that did this all sort of piled together, doesn't it? Because we Bulldog picked up that injury at the end of the first half. He comes back out and he, he plays maybe sixty seconds, mm. and then he's off and down. Which I, I'm nitpicking here, but I thought that was pretty brainless from United because. All right, you can make five subs, but you can only make them in three slots. <laughs> was it really yeah. worth putting Baldock back back out for a minute and losing one of those slots? Because if you just yeah. make the sub at half time, you keep the three substitution slots. But we did but... use all five in the end, didn't we? I think. Yeah, we did. But what I yeah. mean is, like, having made that one, then we had to make a double sub I get for you. the next yeah. time. Yeah, like, yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as I say, I'm nitpicking, but it just seems like a small thing of like, come on, what on earth? What on earth are you going to learn from sixty seconds of Baldock playing out there? Like, yeah, just get him to kick it about. And, and again, time. It's, it's one of those again. And I'd rather have been ultra safe with him and lose the mm. game. And I, I get it. I do get it. And it's difficult because I've seen people say, "Why does he take Tommy Doyle off?" I we I don't know what Tommy Doyle's fitness levels are like. He could be carrying something. 
So because yeah. he's obviously come off in the last two fairly early. Yeah, about the same sort of time. Yeah, and I, I, I'm the same. Like, Doyle, why is he talking so? Because I thought Doyle were really well. First twenty minutes were really good, um, and then, I, but I don't know what's happening. He could have had, a, he could be nursing an injury. We don't know. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. So, well, the other thing you you kind of touched on it there. I mean, playing it safe with Bullock. Well, you could have made that decision before half time, and then you've got fifteen minutes to. Prepare yeah. the team for what you and yeah, yeah, yeah. For what you're doing next. And I think that's the frustrating thing as well is that we, it's not just the the, the back line that's out. It, it's we should realistically in that position have had Bogle ready to go, but he couldn't because he's on the other side because Robinson's injured, Osborne's <laughs> injured, uh, Kieran Clark's injured, and we're having to play Basham on the centre. He can't go into. Yeah, it's just it's just a mess, obviously, because we've got no backup. Yeah. Well, talking of Bogle, a left wing back, yeah. uh, it very nearly uh, contributes to the game being definitely over. With uh, would have been two 0 to QPR. I thought there was no danger here whatsoever. I, I didn't even see it. Right, he rolled the ball out. I was like looking away, sort of. I don't know what I were doing. Just probably just grumbling that we're one 0 down. And then next minute, they like clean through. But what? I... <laughs> And to be fair, where's I mean, yeah, de- decent save, and then he's got a he's got a score on the rebound, don't I? Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, so Fodringham plays it out to Bogle. My again, we start the far end of the pitch, not the best view. <laughs> My dad immediately is like, "Ooh, you know, intake yeah, of breath." Yeah. I'm like, "Chill out," you know. I'm thinking he, <laughs> he's he's watched football in a different era. He's not used to, <laughs> yeah, he's not used to this newfangled <laughs> passing it about the back business. Um, I think there's no danger there whatsoever. And then Bogle like. It's like he's in quicksand or something. Mm. He just waits forever for this ball to reach him instead of you know just taking a step towards it, and um, that allows the QPR man to nick it off him. He squares it. Um, Fodringham makes a it's a pretty poor finish that first mm. one. Fodringham makes a, a you know good enough save, and then when the guy shoots on the rebound, have you noticed how close Bogle is to kicking this in? Yeah, yeah, I watched on there. I didn't see it obviously at the time in the highlights because at, at first I thought, you know what, fair play to Bogle, he's made a mistake, then he's got back the on the line. Yeah. But, yeah, he nearly boots it into his own net. Because like. it's not going in, is it, the no, rebound? No, no, no. And he, he does make contact with it because it ends up being a corner. Um, nearly yeah. an absolute... Imagine that if that had gone in. That would have been like the, the one of the worst <laughs> go- own goals of all time. It's your mistake and then you compound it by the shot's going wide. It finishes it off. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's like something you do with your mates in the park, <laughs> when you're not, uh, not, not out there in a crunch championship game. <laughs> I'm glad I can laugh about this now anyway. Um, QPR did something that uh, frustrates me now because uh, they took off Roberts, the striker, Mm. after just over an hour, and they bring on Jake Clark-Salter, who is a big, big edit, kick it, central defender. So defender on for a striker, and it worked. That never works. That that is the ultimate waving the the white flag capitulation move. The three forwards that caused us problems on the break. And I, like I said, I do give credit to QPR. I, I, it feels like I'm being a bit sort of, I don't know, underhand with my compliments for him by saying I don't think they're that good. But I think they come up against a United side that were a bit all over the place. I'd like to see him play, you know, a team, but us, <laughs> if we're at any sort of like full strength before I say they're going to be top six. But those three up front did cause us problems. And by the end of the game, they were all off. And I was thinking, that's if I were their fans, I'd be going, "Why you?" It reminded me when we drew with Preston two two last season, actually, mm. when we took Brewster and Die and Sharp off and put Goldrick so. and basically tried to slow it down, and, and it just didn't work. Um, and, I, and I felt that were a really good opportunity for us because all their best players were off the pitch, and they just basically packed the 
pack the area and look for them. They'll say it works. I think the way we we were defensively with Kadra and McAteer uh, wing backs, if they had not won that game, I think you could have asked big questions of the manager, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's so rare to see a, a move that negative that early mm. work. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would have been alarmed if United had done that, but it did work. So mm. you know, fair, fair play. And to this them, is the thing. But... But before I forget, it's the fine margins thing again, where it's all right us saying, "Oh, we didn't really deserve to lose," and we, you know, we we, we probably should have got a point at least. We didn't really deserve to beat Swansea. We didn't really deserve to beat mm-hmm. Preston. But the, I do feel that those games went in our favour because we had a more settled back line. I don't think it's a coincidence that we kept three clean sheets in a row when Anel were there and Baldock were, you know, fit, Norton Davis at left set, uh, left wing back or whatever. Um, and now we've got this just mishmash of everyone all over the place. And those sort of games like the QPR game, even game, two good sides I felt overall, good, good game of football. Those sort of games probably swing in your favour if you uh, have a, a, a defence that have... I don't know what the word is to use, but a defence that is at least is at least not injured. <laughs> you know, a, a, a like cohesive, right? Cohesive like, and not having Bogle there, who only can really play for. I thought it would be like playing like with ten men in the second half because of Bogle. Yeah. And again, I'm not criticising him. I totally understand that. There's no cohesion, and it's just let's just stick him there, sticking plasters everywhere, and mm. those sort of games go in your favour if we had the defence that QPR are out and we could bring on. Uh, What's his name? Slater, Clark Slater, whatever he's called. <laughs> Clark Salter. You, you, Clark Salter, that's you, him. If so, if we, if we could have used him, for instance, if we could have brought him on, we'd probably win that game. Maybe. Uh, Dieng makes a, a fantastic save from yeah. a Norwood shot. Um, what, do, what do you make of Norwood's performance? I thought it was good. Mm. But I can see both sides. I, I read uh, Dead Bart's mini report, and he was sort of... He, he touched on that he seems to have completely divided opinion with this performance. It's almost like the <laughs> the ultimate Norwood performance, <laughs> where like some people think it's brilliant. Some people, I thought it were good. I I actually thought he were our second best player, simply because I thought thought he got on the ball quite a lot. And people say, mm. oh, you know, he, he only did his pings and stuff, and he did do some frustrating things. But I thought he put three or four really really good crosses into the box that yeah. we probably should have done more with. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I actually, um, I, I again appreciate this more having watched the highlights. But mm. <clears throat> so watching those back, it's like he, he did try and take hold of the game, yeah. which none of our other players, particularly Sander Berger, who mm. vanished for a long time, and then, I mean, he, he looked. It looked like he'd not played for months. Like, yeah. You know, at the end there was that bit mm. we got it on the. All right, he was playing in his uh, not his normal position, but. He was on the left of the box and he was like sort of tripping over the ball and yeah. I don't know it was like it was like he was drunk or something you know he just wasn't in control. We looked of his really, body really, at that point. really, really tired, which could be a knock-on effect from the fact that we've got no options. But yeah, you can also point fingers probably at Eckingbottom and say, and it's easy to do in hindsight. You know, you've got two home games that you you expect four points from. I think I think we all I think most people you say six, but realistically, I think we expected four points from Birmingham QPR. You, you probably think beat Birmingham, draw QPR, it's fine. Mm. Um, so if you change the team and that, and we get the one point, people will be pointing fingers, but. In hindsight, you do wonder should he have rested Berger and maybe even in die. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate Norwood's effort. To be honest, it, it certainly didn't come off totally. You know, there were quite a few 
uh, loose passes, I suppose, like over here. Yeah. But I mean, at least he was getting on the ball and trying to find he- a way through. And it, unfortunately, he's, he's not amazing at shooting, although he did go pretty close a mm. number of times, not least the one that I I thought was in. Yeah, Jeng, I did. Jeng yeah. saved it. It was a... Yeah, really fantastic save. Um, but yeah, it just felt um, it felt very much like now nah, this ain't happening. I mean, no more so than when uh, goal scoring megastar John Egan free head free one oh, over the bar at the back post. I was so car. angry with him then, like, <laughs> like unreasonably so. To be honest, I was in the heat of the moment. I thought, why send him back to Ireland if that's what he's going to bother? Like, just <laughs> I was so angry because it's just you. I think the fact he scored two for Ireland is, is just even adding to like the the joke now. Like, it's like what what is? is she, I mean, look, it, it'd have been a good header, I think, to score, but he's got to get it on target. It's a free header, please hit the target. Yeah. Like, yeah, he didn't even have to jump that much, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it wasn't like it was a sitter, but it just, yeah, it, we we needed something at that moment, and uh, he wasn't able to provide it, and neither was anyone else. You know, so Berger disappeared. I thought Kadra put in some magnificent crosses from the right wing. Like he, yes, he, yeah. he really can it across. Guy yeah. like properly fizzes it, but yeah. Sharp couldn't uh, couldn't get anything on target. Brewster headed one over the bar, which is a, a difficult chance. And mm. Jai, I thought, just disappeared once he moved into that midfield yeah, role. Yeah, 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 um, completely. And then, yeah, the, I guess the last uh, the the last moment, the last opportunity, unless there's anything that springs to mind. Mm. Berger dribbles into the box, has his shirt. Pulled all over the place and um, goes to the ground, lands awkwardly on his leg. Uh, the referee gives nothing, um, and the QPR defender gives Berger an earful, thinking that he's faking injury. <laughs> well, it's a Sheffield United, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we I, I we don't I, do faking injuries. I put on this too. Obviously, there are a lot of gamesmanship from QPR as they were with Birmingham, and Eckingbottom's picked up on that today on his press conference. The, the ball were only in play for 56 minutes or something like that, and the referee apparently said to Eckingbottom after that, well, you can't book everyone. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> That's your job. I, you know. Yeah, you, I mean, you could start by booking someone yeah. <laughs> for time Um And I, I said like on this too, that it almost feels like a pers- the, the personally taking the mickey out of us by pretending <laughs> to be injured. Like, oh, I'm Sheffield United, I'm always injured. Because <laughs> when our players go down, they're out for six months. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, we, we can't afford to feign injury, can we? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm concerned about that with Berger. Uh, mm. I mean, the initial stuff from Heckingbottom is that it's not that serious, but they're being like extra careful, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. The way he landed on his leg, yeah, it didn't look great. It I, might I, be fine. He might have just twisted yeah, it. Yeah, I was expecting a couple of months out. I'm quite relieved, weirdly, with the effect. I mean, you can never tell the Akinbottom if he's telling the truth or not. But mm. when he said today about Baldock, as soon I, with back injuries, you're probably right. I've, I've had one myself. As soon as you like sort of, it heals fairly quick. You're in massive pain, and then you're like, oh. I'm fine, you know. So yeah. I'm hoping that he's not going to be out for too long, maybe even back next Saturday. Uh, and Anel, I reckon, probably could play tomorrow, if uh, Saturday, should I say, if he if he were risking it, which I don't think we should. I'm, and Bogle obviously gets another week in training as well onto the Blackpool game. We really, really need this week off, I think, mm. which is weird because we've just come back <laughs> from a fortnight off. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know, and it, it is ridiculous, but I just hope that... Like I say, I'm I'm fully expecting, and I, I, I don't. It is negative, but I'm fully expecting this to lose to Stoke, and then I just want to get a couple of players back and let's put out a normal looking defence against Blackpool, and we can kick on again. I feel like pure just want players back. Yeah, <laughs> and this is the thing: you pay, players like uh, the, that Norwich fan who uh, so I didn't really argue with him, but he said something on the lines of, "Oh yeah, but some of your players you've got out, um, they're not, they won't, 
they're not actually going to be game changers. Well, they will be at the moment because if we had Ben Osborne playing, it meant we mean we could play. We could even put him at right back if you wanted to, and have an actual <laughs> person there who's played there before. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, what else? Did I, oh, yeah. I mean. Why wasn't this a penalty? This was a foul. He's taking his shirt off. It was so obvious. I thought the changed my mind. I thought the lines were pathetic all night, like that on that side. I, when even in the first half, and they they, they both looked. Liam told me this. He watched it on TV. We do mainly pod with, and um, he said like both referee and linesman looked at each other and as if they wanted they either wanted to give it, and then none of them did. So they just bottled it basically. And it's as simple as that. They bottled the pen. And then the the double whammy of. That shirt, you know, the fact he's getting pulled off his feet has mm. led to that injury. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. frustrating. Uh, and I, I, there's no point of going in and arresting them. We know they're really poor in this country. And I always say, you know, there's a reason why we don't get to World Cup, our refs don't get to World Cups. <laughs> and they, they, they are bad. I feel like I sound like Warnock, but it is a fact. I think that, that they are really bad. Well, I've not seen much evidence to the contrary so no. far this season. Um, yeah, not not the reason we lose this game, but you know, if you give us a 90th minute penalty, maybe that will help us. It was that sort of game I think we'd have missed. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Sharp straight out middle, saved by Dieng, and uh... Uh, cross cross my mind. Uh, <laughs> do you, any anything you want to say about Kadra? Like, is it as a you know f- just filling in at right wing back? Really, really good. I, this is where I I don't think you can start because QPR are pretty much given up attacking. The moment they score, or that after that 15 minute spell after they scored, yeah. so we had nothing to do defensively. But going forward, you can see the. I mean, I remember getting the view from a Blackburn fan said he is better as a winger, and I think we saw that. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I thought he did a, a reasonable job. I guess I don't know. I think it is tricky. Isn't it? I mean, I thought he did put some good crosses in. It's just they had that extra centre back on and mm. yeah they had like 10, 10 men inside the box a lot of the time and this is the thing that we're, we're obviously going in on injuries and I do think it's a massive thing but there is something that we we do need to improve in breaking down these everyone behind the ball teams because we did it against Blackburn we did it against Reading and I think teams are doing it in different ways they're trying to slow the game down they're you know they're just they're making every game niggly we've seen it with Birmingham QPR teams are obviously going to look at that and say right let's frustrate these and we need to find a way around that we had Something like seven forwards on the pitch at the end, and we still didn't manage to break them down. And that were, and this is where I will praise Norwood. I do think he tried to make things happen. I think a lot of, especially Sander Berger, were way too safe. Mm. And I know it's difficult because someone has a shot and he goes miles over the boy. Oh, what are you doing? But you've got to take a chance. And against teams like that, well organised, working hard, obviously felt, you know, we can keep these out. You've got, we've got to be more creative. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, any other thing you want to say about the QPR game? Uh, I'll, I'll, a little bit, of, little bit of praise for McAtee. I thought did all right in a unfamiliar. Obviously, we talked about Kadra. Hmm. Um, I don't think he was fantastic, McAtee. But with every time I've seen him, he's looked a bit mm, not sure about this. And he played in it when he came on at left wing back. All right, he's going to get destroyed. And, um, <laughs> but he did really well. I felt uh, on the ball and yeah, it was just again, it wasn't a great performance. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say. Well, we were really unlucky, or it bowled up going off with a big difference, or anything like that. Because I think the best we could have probably out found the performance was a draw. I don't think we were as bad as some people. Some people say like, "Oh, we're absolutely pathetic," and I thought we played all right, and I think we played well enough to get a draw. 
I thought it was a good first half, but a second half. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the, the draw probably would have been about right, to be honest. But um, yeah. Norton Davis is the standout again for me. I thought it was fantastic. It's having a, a good season. Being being linked here, there, and everywhere at the moment, anyway. Get himself. Get himself. <laughs> get him physio in with money. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not a bad shout. Well, on to Stoke, which we, we won't preview in any great depth. But um, this is. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of with you where I, I, I feel uh, uh, I'll take a point definitely oh, at this yes. stage just yes. with the injuries that we it looks like we have but um, this is not a, not a bad opponent to have next up to be honest they've mm-hmm. been pretty poor uh, very inconsistent um, I think they won did they win the other night or then they drew at Burnley drew at Burnley I'd listened yeah. to Sky Sports like, um, but they kept going to the ground and Burnley were all over by the sounds of it and then I think by the sounds of it, Burnley didn't finish the chances off, and it's one of those games mm. where they sort of panicking a bit. Stoke got a goal, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. They're uh, they're, they're pretty pretty mid table side so far on most metrics. Although the defence has been terrible, Stoke's it's like uh, I think it's the third. It, well, it's not far behind Hull to be honest. Is Aidan well. Flint playing for these, or have I made that up? Mm. I don't know why I've just thought of that. I just I, I, I thought he uh, played. They don't play for Cardiff. It does play for Stoke, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it's classic, like old style Stoke player. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They signed him from Cardiff. Uh, right. Yeah, that is a, that is a very Stoke sign. I must have heard it yesterday. I don't know why. As soon as you said, I, I don't know, it just popped into my head. Aidan Flynn, the sort of man who will be heading balls away from our <laughs> random crosses on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Stoke are the same, basically the same as like ten or twelve other Championship teams. Mm. They're, they're not particularly good. They're not particularly bad. They're nothing. Like on paper, nothing to particularly fear. They're not as not as good as QPR, but mm. yes, yeah, it's, it, it's more about us, really, isn't it? Like, what can we put out there? I presume Sharp will start instead of McBurney. I'd sort of prefer to start Brewster, but I I'd imagine play, Sharp will. If if the injuries are as bad as as people say, and we have to play three five two, which is seemingly like the law, uh, <laughs> United. I think I'd pl- I think you have to play Kyron Gordon, and we're going to have to play Kadra. Uh, um, a wing back, and we're going to have to put Norrin Davis at left wing back, which is fine. Basham to left centre half. I think that's the. I don't want to go to Stoke with McAtee and Kadra as wing backs. As, as exciting as that sounds, it's uh, Kevin Keegan football. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't see what else we can do. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, Lewis Baker's one to watch Mm-mm. for Stoke. He has yeah. four goals and two assists already um, this season. So. Uh, is one of the yeah top players in the championships for combined goals and assists. But other than that, I mean, yeah, this is we can go and get something at Stoke, mm. basically, even with a even with a scratch side. It's not a it's not a game to totally write off. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We've we've seen us be you know pretty discombobulated before mm. when we've got too many players out of position. I'm thinking back to that um, Coventry game last season. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were absolutely. Destroy. What was the final score? Four, four one. one. Four one. Yeah, could have been about been like, fifty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it genuinely could have been seven or eight. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that that was the oh we actually have too many injured players now. I'm just looking uh, at their game. team by the way. It's such like an old school or throwback team. Jack Elk is playing for him still by the way. He's at centre half. Um, but obviously they've got Dwight Gale, uh, Dil- Rory Dillap. Obviously it's not him, but you know. But yeah. it's just a lot of old names: it's Kevin son, Campbell, Sean Wright Phillips, <laughs> Aidan yeah. Flint. But yeah, I think they're playing like a three four three with Dwight Gale behind Delap and Campbell I think I mean Campbell and Delap both really highly rated young players but Mm. not really happened from this season I don't think no not at all I mean since uh, since 
Niels took over what I think they've actually I'm not sure what point they've, they've t- he took over, but they've only won one of the last five. Yeah, that against, um, that was against Hull, who were in free fall, really. Yeah, and obviously got uh, spanked by uh, Watford in their last home game as well. So. Yeah, I know their fans weren't happy um, leading up to yesterday. Uh, saying that they could be in a relegation fight and all this. But it's obviously a new manager is going to take. And, look, like I say, it sounds so defeatist. I'll, take, I'll snatch your hand off for a point. But I would do, because just because of the players that we have available. And I wouldn't... Yeah. And I'd, I'd, Are you with me in that you'd rather lose the game and not risk anybody who might be potentially unfair? Uh, I am now. You... you, you... Well, not, not that you talked me into it, but um, I hadn't really considered it. But then when you said it, it was like I was like, yeah, that is actually very sensible in terms of where we are in the table, which yeah. is still top because uh, everyone's like, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at the table, <laughs> Swansea is six. Yeah, I know. What are they doing in six? Yeah, I know. I saw Blackburn yesterday. Are still clinging on in seventh as well. It's like Watford. It's classic championship. It's the most classic <laughs> championship season ever so far. Watford going hammer Stoke away four 0 lose it home to Swansea. <laughs> it's like Blackburn were top and then fell off a cliff and now have gone just quite normal. <laughs> like yeah. seventh. It's just everyone. Burnley have like lost one match. Burnley, but the fifth just because they draw so on seven. Yeah, draw yeah. seven out of Yeah. So the thing I was going to say, Norwich obviously drew with Reading, so mm. they both dropped points. QPR won, Burnley drew, uh, Blackburn lost, I think, didn't they? You, uh, I, I, yeah, they I switched off football. Lost after. to Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> we didn't really lose much ground, to be honest. Um, and Reading played QPR on Friday. On yeah, Friday, that's right, so. yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. so someone else below us will drop points there as well. But, um, yeah, so, sorry, it's a really roundabout way to answer your question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather... Big picture, I would rather not risk anyone yeah. who's on the verge of coming back. So if that's Ahmed Odzic and Baldock and... Baldock, maybe. Uh, yeah, but eventually, I mean, we're going to have to find someone to play. You know, Just don't play anyone forfeit. I think you lose... Is it 3-0 forfeit? You do, yeah. Now that is that is negative. Should, but then I suppose, but then I suppose nobody would get injured. Although they just get injured in training. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, we need yeah. to. Uh, we need to. It don't matter what we do. People are just going to get killed all over the place. So, but yeah, the worst case scenario, I think. I think if I'm reading this right, is that we're third at the end of the of the weekend, which is not not a disaster. I don't think it's it's really disappointing. Not at this stage, considering how positive we all were and, and it's been and I like I say I'd love to have commented on, on this QPR defeat and, and sort of try to break down where it went wrong and say and talk more about we need to be more creative but I don't think you can look past the injuries and it sounds like an excuse but I don't think you can have 13 players out and, and anyone accuse you of making excuses no uh, yeah I think if we score a, if we score the goal our play deserves in the first half we probably win the game mm. uh, and you know, we had a couple of moments where we we could easily have snatched something. Maybe not easily, but we could have snatched something in the second half. You yeah, know, a good a good shot. Uh, you know, a decent opening from uh, from a set piece, but the foul on Berger. Um, mm. But wasn't to be, and yeah, it, it really uh, it really bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, um, but yes, on on we go to Stoke. Let's let's see. I, yeah, I'd, I'd rather. Uh, I want us to get back to winning ways. Obviously, after no win in. Uh, Two home games in a week, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't want to. I don't want to see someone like Bogle go down and lose him for like three months or something like that, just because we felt like we needed to shove him out there because 
we didn't want to risk. And that's else, the thing. So. When Baldock went down, that's when like the mood for me. I mean, the atmosphere weren't great anyway. But for me personally, the mood were like, oh, why? How? Why did? Why can't it be someone up front? I mean, McBurney's <laughs> been playing fantastic. But at least we've got an option like to change. Yeah. You know, it's just why does it have to be that position? Especially uh, Baldock as well. He's like he's always available. Yeah, I mean, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably has had a mind. Well, the end of last season, he had, he obviously had a lot of niggles, didn't he? In and out of the team, but <clears> not what bombs doing actually, because I mean, even if, if <laughs> that was just a back injury, I think. Like, I don't think you could even blame that on the. This is the thing. I think people have even stopped blaming the training because we're seeing with his own eyes what's happening. We're seeing Sanderberger go flying and Baldock. You know, it, I think he twisted his back to avoid a sideboard or whatever, didn't they? Advertising board. Who was that? Sorry, at Baldock, I think. Oh, I think, Jesus, really? I, th- I think that's how we got it. Yeah, I think that's that's what I read. So these are just, just freak injuries. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, McBurney, just really brainless. Like, you know. mm. uh, he, He's been excellent on the pitch, but um, just a little reminder that... Uh, he's an idiot. <laughs> he is, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, Heckingbottom's very justifiably called him out for it this yeah. week. And and like, I, like, I do on. like his passion. I do like the, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he was furious. I mean, you, t- you, I did see it myself, but you'd messaged me about it, but I had my only match as we were walking out because you were going absolutely mad. Mm. <laughs> like, right, ranting, and I thought he was going to smack someone in a minute. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, and he didn't even, you know, he didn't even finish the game on the pitch, did no, he? No, no, no. He'd been no. substituted off. Uh, uh, yeah, just just stupid. He must have known he was on four yellow cards as well. Oh, I don't, can it yeah, count? Dumb. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, that's that's where we'll leave it, mate. Uh, we'll we'll leave QPR behind us and uh, hopefully get a more positive result at Stoke on Saturday. So any blades off to that one who are listening to this. Uh, Make sure you give plenty of support to whatever team it is we can yeah, put out there. Yeah, and um, I love a bet on Stoke to, to, to soften the blow. <laughs> oh, such waving the white flag! I think, I think we'll get a point on Saturday. There you go. That's my that's my colours to the mast. Come on, nil nil. Imagine that. What a uh, no shots either way. I'll take that. A delicious nil nil. <laughs> The, the team that starts the game finishes the game. Oh, that's even more, yeah. I'll say what you, like, somehow Baldock that comes back he, halfway through the match, he calls Eckingbottom saying, Lazarus. Oh, guess what's happened? I'm all right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've been to see a uh, chiropractor and they just pop my back back yeah. in. And I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what, what do you want to plug, mate, before we finish up? A uh, view from QPR, which obviously doesn't get many views when we lose, but I, I do it out of Big uh, numbers. Big, but, big numbers. Yeah, I do it out of uh, I've got ratioed on Twitter, haven't <laughs> nice. I? Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't remember it. Well, who was it now? Sorry, I forgot the uh, name. It's, it, I think it's Marcus Demius Bladius. Don't yeah. forget a name like that. No, and um, yeah, he showed me by saying he's not going to read this amigo. <laughs> amigo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice little touch at the end. But yeah, if you QPR, they're quite happy. None of them thought it were a pen. Yeah, whatever, bias. If you, if you leave your bias at the door, as Benjamin Bloom says. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, and then I'll have the pre-match out from Stoke uh, tomorrow morning. Nice one. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, God, I'm just trying to find this now in, in, in me mentions. Is it Jordan Patterson on Twitter? Uh, let me see. If I'm Sorry, if I, sorry, Jordan, if you're not the person I'm talking about <laughs> and you've just uh, I've just thrown you under the bus for no reason at all. Um, he tweeted us before the game. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so he went to the Birmingham. He's, he's recently moved oh, back to Sheffield. Um, not this idiot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's recently moved back to Sheffield he went to the match on Saturday against Birmingham, we drew uh, he went to two 
other home games. Sorry, have I got this right? Yeah, it's been two other home games uh, in addition to that. Reading last season, which we lost. <laughs> Forest in the playoffs, which we lost. The only two home defeats under Heckingbottom. And he went to QPR, so that is the he's, he's been in attendance for the three uh, losses, home losses under Heckingbottom. He's also going to Stoke away on Saturday. He says, I'm so sorry, I'm so, so sorry. I love the idea of Heckingbottom just looking into the crowd, seeing him and saying, come on, lads, we're off. Doing like a Brucey, Brucey, say, come off. Why, I've just seen him in crowd, on a Now, let's hope that, that changes. And, uh, yeah, if, he, if it does change, um, I think he deserves all the credit rather than the team for doing something this week that's reversed the jinx that he, that he we, is. <laughs> oh, okay, are we still talking about Jordan Patterson? We're still talking about Jordan Patterson. I think that's the most important thing. Forget he deserves the, the credit. Yeah, forget the injuries. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Well, yes, anyway, uh, Roy's view from .com for all that and uh, living with Maidley. What's uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, we're, we're, Where's well, the new season? I think we're recording Saturday, so we'll probably be out next week uh, and we're doing CBBC versus CITV. Um, what was the best? Oh yes, I'm. Well, I'm. I'm pretty definitive on that. But um... yeah, yeah I, 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 we've done it in the way that Liam is looking at one channel. He's going for CBBC. I'm coming at him with the CRTV best shows in each category, for instance. And we're going to get to the bottom of the age-old debate. But I think you're probably thinking CBBC because I was the same. But um, it's a few surprises, maybe. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll look forward to listening. Right, mate. Well, let's let's finish off there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back after that Stoke game. But um, thanks everyone for listening, and thank you as always, mate, for your time. Thank you, sir. See you later.